The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. All right, so there's a lot we could talk about. James unwrapping the loudest candy possible by a microphone. You know, there's, uh, there's a little bit of racing you, news. Coda's coming up. But uh, instead, we're going to talk about... Uh, Guys, I'm a pretty <laughs> patient person. <laughs> Says who? Most people. Since when? Since when? <laughs> well, I, I view myself as pretty patient. I got to be honest. <laughs> and there are a Man, lot of wow. things... Wow. There are a lot of things that I have. Talk about a lack of self-awareness there. Yeah, huh? come on, man. And there are a lot of things that I have, um, you know, I'll cut people slack for. You know, I'll cut people slack for being a couple minutes late. I will cut people slack for um, not getting He does getting do that. I can attest to that. I can cut hmm. people slack. I, I, I feel like Just I'm... Just feeling I'm, personal, James. Yeah, a little I bit. Feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm okay in that regard. What I don't like is people who have an opinion and then express it at us or me via the internet. And James got um, someone who, who felt the need and felt that he had a right to critique and criticize... <laughs> Someone who travels close to 200,000 miles a year on their airline etiquette and capability and understanding of how you should fly. And that really pisses me off. So, okay. So, there's Josh, if you're listening, (laughs) I think you need to get a reality check. There's so much we have to unpack here. There's so, first of all, hi guys, missed you. It's been a minute. Uh, welcome back to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. And so, okay, so, okay, so here's the thing. What's this the is thing? exactly what Josh wanted. I want you to know yeah. that we are totally just bending to Josh's right. wish, which was, Whatever. okay, all right. So, Third so day. I was flying, <laughs> <laughs> I was flying yesterday uh, out to Edmonton to uh, visit Becky on, on set. She's filming a movie out here. And so, I was leaving Toronto, and we had a delay. We had, the, I had a mechanical with the plane, so we had a delay. We had to get off the plane and get a new plane or whatever, whatever. And so I was, like, kind of jokingly chronicling my travel experience because, again, this is a travel podcast that talks about racing occasionally, as right. we've discussed. Right. 
And I was, I was in a, in a comical, lighthearted, jestful way chronicling my experience. I get a, I get a, I got a lot of great feedback from a lot of fans, a lot of people. Um, then, then I got something from Josh and Josh wrote, hold on. I got to bring it up to make sure I, I get it right. Yeah. You don't want to misquote him. I don't want to misquote terrible. him. Josh said, I'm an airline pilot. And I just want to let you know that in my professional opinion, which again, Same. nobody asked for. Uh, so to your point about opinions, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Nobody wants to hear it. So in his professional opinion. Touche. Well, <laughs> touche salesman. So he goes, in my professional opinion, you guys in brackets, Rossi and Thim included, at least he called you Thim. I gave him bonus points for that. Suck at traveling on airplanes for as much as you do it. I can safely say that I spend as much time, if not more, on the back of an airplane. Pro tip, buy a Nintendo Switch and wear noise-canceling Bluetooth headphones. Amateurs. This is what Josh said. So first of all, Josh, you're a a grown-ass adult male, (laughs) and you're telling people to buy a Nintendo Switch? What is wrong with you? Is it pink and blue as well? You, I will. I will say I have a Nintendo. Switch. You have a daughter that you use it with. You don't take it on the airplane and play your little video games of animated characters <laughs> next to other adults who are doing things like I don't know, reading, doing work emails, watching a television <laughs> show. Your pro tip is to play a Game Boy like I did on a bus to middle school, Josh. And you're calling us amateurs. <laughs> God, for the record. And we all have Bluetooth headphones, Josh. This is 2021. (laughs) I just love the idea, too, that a blue, like a, I have a Nintendo Switch, so I didn't realize that the seat is comically too small. (laughs) Like, I got Bluetooth headphones, so I didn't notice the guy shaking the out of my chair. Yeah, yeah. A Switch and Bluetooth headphones is equivalent to a private jet. I didn't know that. I didn't know that it, it made everything else and the other 205 passengers around you disappear. That must Again, be nice. Again this guy a delirium. This guy very clearly sent this message to get us riled oh. up to get a response. I feel oh. like he was not well, expecting this. Don't care. We, yeah, to, to be fair, uh, even Tim and I weren't quite expecting this reaction from Alex. Yeah, I did not realize where he was with this. But so Alex, I, I replied. So because. No, here's the thing. Yeah, just, okay, just, okay. Just critiquing our travel capability that I, well, we've been it, doing since we were children is just. You're also doing it. You're also doing it based off a joke, right? Like it, it goes off a very common theme on internet banter, which is people take jokes in a literal sense and totally ruin the joke. So. Uh, right. I obviously have because I was complaining about a crying baby and a guy's cell phone going off or whatever. So I think that was what he was alluding to with the Bluetooth headphones. Obviously, I have noise canceling headphones. That's just like that's not the point. Like you're missing the point. So if Josh's point was just to get talked about success, because I did actually reply. I don't reply to a lot of stuff, um, but I did reply to this one because I said here at Off Track, we bring 24 inch TVs and Nintendo 64s onto the plane. That's how pros do it. Which is, which is reality. I went, which is true. I went and searched out in Austin during a race weekend, actually, the appropriately sized television that I knew could fit into my carry-on, so that when Tim and I flew from Austin to Los Angeles, we could 
plug in our Nintendo 64, have our controllers, have our TV screen at our feet, and play real Mario Kart on the airplane. And I feel yeah, like... Let's also be clear here. Anything that's not on a Nintendo 64 is fake Mario Kart. That is... Correct. 100%. True. So, like, yeah, the, whatever he said... Oh, because then... Um, he then replied, I just saw this morning, just moments before we, we went recording, he replied, I knew being snarky would get a response. The Switch has Mario Kart 64 on it as well. Erroneous. That is that is almost the most offensive thing that he said, because to say that it's the same experience playing Mario Kart 64 on a Switch compared to actually on an N64, it just shows you know nothing about Nintendo or Mario Kart. Uh, but it, so he says, it, so no need, no need for the 24 inch TV, which there's a lot of things I don't need, Josh. There's a lot of things I don't need that I want anyway. You don't need a Nintendo Switch, but you've got one. You know what I'm saying? So like, don't tell me what I do and don't need. You also don't need Bluetooth headphones. You can have wired headphones that are noise canceling. Sure don't. I'm just going to come out and play it. Uh, you don't need to DM us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so, and then just to cap it all off, he did end with, have a good week, Hinge. So I think Josh is a nice guy. I'm not actually, like, I don't think he's a bad person. Um, I think his his <laughs> Nintendo, I think his, Alex might have a different opinion, but his, his Nintendo knowledge and opinions are are as, as errant and awry as his opinions on our travel so, capabilities. So here's, here's my issue. But thanks for listening, buddy. I appreciate it. Josh. I don't think he's going to listen anymore. <laughs> okay, so we'll have eight listeners instead of nine. Like, who cares? So, so here's here's my thing. I am actively I'm all for on our own listener count. It's just awesome. We spent enough time uh, on on Josh and his his. If opinions. anyone wants to go light him up in the internet, uh, his username. is... <laughs> we will have to bleep that out. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I uh, I did have a flight delay. Uh, it wasn't the the smoothest travel. Um, the funniest part of it though was I got to the airport early, and I'm not a big breakfast guy. I'm pretty sure we've discussed this. Alex and I don't really do breakfast, no. and I also have kind of a rule when traveling. For this very reason, whenever you have the opportunity to eat something, you should eat it because you don't know what's going to happen and you might not know when your next meal is coming. It's just a reality. You get stuck on the tarmac for seven hours eating. I mean, if it was Biscoff cookies, I'd be okay. But like anything other than that, I'd be upset. So, so I, I got there early enough to sit down and have some breakfast. I had some breakfast. I couldn't really get a lot down. I'd be breakfast guy. Fine. Some time goes by, get on the plane, sit on the plane for an hour. They tell us to get off the plane. And now it's like creeping up on lunchtime. And I, and I'm definitely a lunch guy. And still, I still have a four-hour flight in front of me. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back for lunch. When I walked back into the restaurant and sat down at the same table, the the server was very confused as to what I was doing there. And <laughs> so trip. I just said, yeah, no, I just said, actually, I get to the airport really, really early. Um, so, yeah, expect me for dinner. My flight's not till 9 o'clock. <laughs> how, how, how did she respond to that? A, a lot of concern, a lot of concern. And she is actually, I'm now concerned for her because I think she's been waiting for me now for a little, a little over 12 hours. There's a missing person. Um, unrelated though. I, so when I got to the restaurant for breakfast at like eight fifteen, maybe eight thirty, there was some young dude posted up at the bar, bellied up to the bar, watching hockey highlights already two bud heavies in. Okay. At least there yeah, were two bottles good. in front of him. Right. So then I have my breakfast and I leave and I mess around for an hour or two. Then I get on the plane for an hour. I come back for lunch. Old boy still sitting there 
He's graduated to what now looks like a vodka cranberry or something and looks decidedly more disheveled than he did at 830 because it's now almost noon. And I said that he went he went back to a butt heavy and then eventually stumbled out. But like, man, at one point I wanted to go up and just sit beside him and ask if everything was okay because he was on a he was on a mission. You didn't tell us you were in Toronto. Yes. <laughs> I was just lightly alluding to the fact that yes, Tim, I saw you there, and buddy, are yeah. you okay? I wish I you would have said hi. I didn't know you were a <laughs> butt heavy guy. <laughs> no, it is astounding how the rules just don't apply in airports, though. And golf that's course. what I was going to get at. And golf. Course. So there was a there was a story years ago where they had to evacuate. I think it was Terminal Three at LAX. And it was like 7.30 in the morning, right? And they're interviewing all these people who had to run out of Terminal 3. And this guy's like, yeah, I just ordered my beer. It came with an extra shot. I was waiting on the shot. And then somebody said they heard shots. And I was like, I know, I'm getting it poor. But then I had to run out of the airport. And he was like, it, it, talking about doing a shot at the Kilo at 7.30. And here's the devastating part about it. I knew exactly which restaurant he was talking about because they have the morning deal at that airport where you can, if you get the beer, you can get the shot of tequila too. And everybody, like, I've never done that in the morning. I, I can't imagine something worse than waking up to a shot of tequila. But I've seen quite a few people at like 7.45 be like, yeah, I want why? Like, what? with my beer. Yeah, just because it's there, why I is it? I think it's because like- you can like theoretically say that you're on a different time zone. No, I think it's no, I think it's because no one goes to a restaurant in the morning, right? I think these are all people like these these are all people that have a slight problem with alcohol, but they don't they've got to go to work, they've got they're not going to pour it at their house because they're not like they don't have a real problem, but like they really enjoy alcohol. So they go to the airport, they sit down at the restaurant, and that restaurant just so happens to be at an airport, so it's always serving liquor and they're like, "Well, I'm here." But like but like I, I feel like people go to Denny's or IHOP or no. if you're a Canadian yeah, Golden Griddle back in the day and don't First think all, to themselves, man, I really want a beer with my they don't, pancakes. They don't offer it. That's my Golden, point. Golden Griddle sounds like a made-up thing somebody would name something to make fun of Canada, just to be okay. clear. So, James, you're, miss, you're missing the point. Shut, that's exactly, shut, shut your face. That's exactly well, hold on. my you point. Tell me, no, Denny, Denny's is licensed for sure. They must be. Okay, well, I, I don't think a lot of people thing. go to Denny's because they're I've too never eat, I've never eaten Denny's, but I know oh I. Oh my hop. god! From a guy that reveres uh, Applebee's, you're going to judge the people eating at Denny's? Come on! I'm not saying yeah. I go to Applebee's because I was too sober either. All right, Denny's and so, Applebee's are very I know, similar. I know the majority of breakfast restaurants do not serve liquor. Period. Or like they don't serve beer. They don't serve alcohol at all. No. No, because again, this is like. Because why would why? you? Because most people don't. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so who's wrong though? So why, like, what's why are mimosas? It's like the whole breakfast in, food. <clears throat> mimosas, Bloody Marys. Denny's does not serve alcohol. Okay, what about IHOP? They serve milkshakes. IHOP does not. I know that for a fact. <laughs> You've tried. <laughs> like, I, I hope that that no, was the alternative just, on their site. Like, we don't sell alcohol, but don't worry, guys. We got the milkshakes. Yeah, milkshakes. <laughs> So like so like I feel like that's that's the thing like it doesn't exist in the real world so that's why you don't see people doing it. You know, mimosas right, are again, a thing why... on a brunch. Well, that's okay. Yeah, all right. No one's going. Okay. No one's going to. No one's going to to breakfast to to work after weekend. brunch. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's fair. interesting. Yeah, very few. Okay, but it's okay. Brunches. So, 
we've had we've had the whole discussion here about how like there's actually no such thing as a breakfast food like literally anything could be a breakfast food so where why does society put a a 12 o'clock p.m curfew on alcohol being socially acceptable to drink I'm just going to point out that they don't. Because they put a, a five o'clock curfew on alcohol <laughs> being socially acceptable. No, people go. To, people no, people go to lunch and order a drink. That's yes. The song but is like, not. It's twelve o'clock somewhere. No, it but James, should be. It's, it's because I think, regardless of how in shambles one views society, there's still some semblance of like just moral. Like a moral I'm compass not, I'm of not what disagreeing. you should shouldn't be doing. So people are like, I'm not going to drink before noon. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just opening the conversation. It's just. Well, I, I don't think we should try and change that. I think that's a good I'm thing. not saying we should. <laughs> I'm saying should airports not serve alcohol no, until they noon? they should because usually, you know, again. A lot of people get nervous on flights. That's another thing. No, because... I don't think a drunk nervous flyer is a good thing, though. <laughs> yeah, but usually because... they're just asleep. Because stop one of the one of one of one of our and we've named it before one of our favorite things in terms of beers is shower beers, mm-hmm. okay, getting ready for event beers, mm-hmm. airport beers, okay. Mm-hmm. So if you're not traveling on business and you're going on vacation, <clears throat> all right, it's cool to be able to. I'm finally away from work. The kids are with the babysitter. The dogs are in the kennel. Everything's taken care of. I'm at the airport so like two and a half hours early. I'm getting my vacation started. It's let's and okay. It's, like, it's let's it's let's get vacation started. That's what right. it's about. Okay. Right. Okay. I don't know. I don't know that there's a lot of business travelers, and I might be wrong, but I don't think a lot of business travelers are posting up at a bar at nine a.m. Uh, ordering beer with tequila. No, dude, I don't. I, I would really say don't. you're kind of wrong on that one. I don't know. I'll tell Josh, you, I'll you want to weigh in on this? You're our the new majority, expert for aviation. The majority of the business travelers are in a lounge drinking coffee, eating their oatmeal, working on their laptop. I mean, I'm, I like to I'll think tell it's just you who pilot, is like, oh, the only way I can fly is after I've had a few. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you who that. is. Um, so there is one group of people I know definitely does not shy away from morning indulgence uh, when flying home from a race weekend or a test, and that's uh, mechanics. <laughs> IndyCar team personnel love them an airport drink. Well, airport team mechanics are basically sailors. <laughs> in terms of their like, it's a great way in of looking terms at of it. the yeah. way they airport, live their life. Yeah, I no, get it. like yeah. they they love booze. They love the nightlife. They have a, I mean, a stressful job. They, yeah, I mean, they're in a, they're yeah. like sailors. They cuss no, again, a lot. Not a criticism. Should I have been an IndyCar mechanic. You should have. It sounds like mm. yeah, I would have thrived there. No, because they like they work long hours. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's and they awful. like have to be talented. So oh yeah, no, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, like competent with mechanical things. Although I do have to say, you did make your Alexa <laughs> flash your lights, lights red and uh, and make the Star Trek noise when you say Alexa red alert. So that's yeah, that's, that's something. I, yeah, I uh, I take my my Alexa routines very seriously. You certainly I, do. That's have you routines. ever had to like? All right, now it is a quite embarrassing thing when you have to explain those all to somebody. When like, right, if I get a new babysitter and I have to be like, all right, so the lights, you know, light switches, ignore those. It's all a series of inside joke codes. So, <laughs> like, you want the lights on, you got to tell it Lumos Maxima because I like Harry Potter. Wow. <laughs> Wow, yeah. wow, 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 wait, wow, wow, wow. Wait, are you saying the light switches don't work? I mean, I prefer people not use them because then the voice command 
won't work. If they're if the light switch is flipped off, then the voice. So he's at, he's, he's got to go. He's got to go reset everything. Yeah. Oh, in your three hundred square foot apartment and the four light <laughs> yeah. switches you have, it must take a while. I like that my apartment yeah. progressively gets smaller. <laughs> but Alex has a point. Alex Alex's point is that you would How rather face the embarrassment. Of telling I a like, complete stranger. I like things to be bright. I mean, they're not a complete stranger. This is somebody that I'm trusting with my child. Like, I've met them. Right. A moderate stranger. <laughs> you'd rather you'd rather face the embarrassment of explaining Luminous Maximus to them than just going around and fixing three. Butcher that, so clearly you're not a Potterhead. <sighs> do, you, do you, like, write it down in case they forget? Like, I mean, just text it to them. Like, with how to enunciate it? Like, is it, like, broken down? <laughs> It's like it's like the evil. No, you guys probably seen the Evil Dead, Bruce Campbell. Uh, Tim White. Anyways, about? so guys, we've talked okay. about airports excessively. We've talked about people on the internet. Um, Do you want to talk about our restaurant experience, Alex, the other night? <laughs> so we're, or, or or the race coming up. No, all right. <laughs> how, the, how good the how good the food was that the finally got to go to your top five steak place. That was great. I know. Just, oh, so how James good the I, food is! I finally got to go. We didn't have so a steak, James. But. James and I, we had a um, one of our. It's been long overdue because you know we've been racing and stuff. So we had one of our uh, bourbon get-togethers, and one of the guys that's part of the group has like an inn with like um, a spinner van type thing that like a limo spinner van. And so he was Shout like, "Why don't Fisher we imports?" Yeah. Why don't we? Um, why don't we? run up to the casino and you know play some cards and stuff and have a good night cool so we had already done our kind of bourbon night had some pizza did the normal routine tasted a lot of great bourbons james you still have a lot of bottles in my house yeah i left a Um, lot of stuff at your house yeah yes um and so then uh i think four of us getting into the sprinter van to, to head up to the casino and we get the idea that when we get there, we should like get some appetizers because this steakhouse at um, Hoosier Park in Anderson, Indiana, is legitimately one of like my top five favorite steakhouses because the quality of food is that good. And the, yeah, it's not the it's not the ambiance. <laughs> no, and the wait staff. As much as I don't like talkative wait staff. Oh yeah, that's a good call. This is a big this is a big deviation for you. It is. But it's someone who like makes fun of you and yes. like makes fun of a group and like you. Yeah, she chirps real good. Old Jill. She, right. Jill is Jill's a great time. So anyways, so we go, we sit down, we order some shrimp cocktails, some bruschetta, some martinis. And <laughs> um, it was a great time. And I'm glad that James finally got to experience it. Jill was on fine form. She Jill's made fun of us in front of the entire restaurant, which was pretty hilarious. Brian and fell down. Brian fell down. Bobby got lost. Bobby got and lost. We all we all won some money. So. Well, well. So here's the thing. I'm not a big gam. You, yeah. The, I'm not a big gambler. Um, and if I do go to a casino, I only know basically how to play roulette and blackjack. I don't even tempt anything else. But our friend Bobby was convinced that he could teach me craps. So we go stand at the craps table and I should have known that my teacher was failing me when halfway through, he looks at me and says, Hey, do you have any more cash? I'm out. I'm like, well, you're so not very what, good at this. Here's what I don't love about this story. That's my financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Well, uh, I'll have you know, he's not great at making decisions that result in him making money. Or me, evidently, when we're standing at a craps table, at least. Um, so yeah, so I, I burned through my $100, and then he burned through another one of my $100, and then I stepped back from the table and watched everybody else lose money until Alex decided to switch over to Blackjack, where he cleaned up. But it was, uh, it was an interesting, it just reaffirmed my belief that I should not uh, gamble, because I'm no good at it. Um, but that was, a, that was a good weekend that we had, and then, let's see, I, I'm actually flying... This afternoon, I need to uh, head down to Atlanta, testing the DPI car for two days for Petit. Nice. And then I am flying Sunday to Mexico to do some pre-running for Baja. Look at you. So, okay, so what? when is Petit? Um, calendar, please. It is November 11th to the 13th. And then when's Baja? The weekend, week after. So I fly straight right. from Atlanta okay. to Mexico. Yes. So it's this, the, the same testing schedule is going to be the race schedule in a couple weeks. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Very cool. It'll be, Very cool. It'll be cool. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell. Starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What else? We haven't really done a podcast since... We did one after Long Beach. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Sounds right. What else has happened, well, James? Uh, well, I mean, NASCAR playoffs are in full swing. Kyle Larson just drove his way into the uh, – locked himself into the finale, which pretty is good. crazy. It's I mean, eighth cars. win of the year. Yeah, I, he, that guy's – he's pretty neat at it. It was uh, – here's the thing, and we've talked about this before too, but the playoff format as a driver, I couldn't hate it more 
Because, like, there's a chance that Kyle Larson doesn't win this championship, and there's just no world in which Kyle Larson doesn't deserve to win the championship this year. It's just a fact, and it's happened a couple times. But I'll, I'll be honest, I'm tuning in and watching because I want to know who makes it into the next round, and there's a lot of there's a lot on the line, and that's what people want to see. So I get from a fan's perspective why they do it, but from the I guess the drivers just accept it now, right? Like, it's just part of their reality, so there's no point bitching about it. You can't change it. But uh, that's pretty... Pretty fascinating. Formula One's heading to Coda this weekend on the good old U.S. of well, A. soil. But re- real quick, what do you what do you like more? Because out of the lesser, what's the lesser of two evils? Their playoff form format or double points at at Indy in the season finale for IndyCar? Ooh, well, here's the thing: double points doesn't make it any more exciting for the fans. And it just annoys the drivers. Where like would, at least the playoff argument format, that it does because the double points kind of doesn't ensure, but helps tilt tip the hand that the championship's not going to be decided until the last race. The, the the problem is is that everybody's in the same race, and so like it. Yeah, I, I think if you look back on it, I haven't done this myself, but somebody told me that if you look back on when since when we started doing double points, it would not have changed the outcome of the championship once. So mm. it false. Okay. Scott would not have beaten one in 15. It was double points. So what do you mean? So he would not have. If it was not double points, then Juan would have won. No, no, sorry. But I'm talking about for both both Sonoma and the 500. Because Juan won the 500, but then Scott won Sonoma. So does that, that, does that count both double points races or just not the finale? I'm going to ask the audience here to do the math for us because no, none no, of us. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, I'm saying, if Sonoma had not been double points, Juan would have won that championship. Yeah, but but right. James is arguing that had Indy also not been double points, would it be? But the do same? You not do we not feel like Indy should be double points? He's been pretty. No, I think Indy it, Indy yeah. qualifying should be points, and then Indy race right. should be points. Okay, so yeah, I think I, mean, I don't yeah. care either way. But anyway, okay, but, sorry. I also so maybe don't think it should matter. Yeah, so I guess I guess to your question, Tim, I still think the playoff format is a more exciting thing for the fans, and it okay. creates more drama too, right? Like especially NASCAR because you can like punt each other off, and you can have rivalries like that and things like that. Uh, so yeah, so then F one is in Austin this weekend. Uh, they did not make it last year, so everybody's excited to see them back. And like the way that Drive to Survive has blown Formula One up in the states is just wild yeah we should, we should get a reality show be neat be, be pretty neat be cool I'd, I'd i'd like it yeah you like um, being famous and having more money for what i mean I, <laughs> more more airplane money, i use it <laughs> i use it to buy goods and exchange yes, services yes. i do i do like to use money for goods and services yes uh, yeah more goods and services <laughs> well, really, like you're, you're more of a, both. you know, sometimes yeah, I want to car wash. Acu- you're a material guy. You're more of an accumulator of stuff. You don't no, want to have I good just, experiences. No, I just can do my pool, manage my pool myself. Like that actually reminds me. I like you can cleaned and waxed. I cleaned and waxed my car yesterday, and then somebody drove next to it, me through a puddle this morning on the way to school and just sprayed the entire side of my car. That's how that works. If it wasn't going to rain, then it was going to be that. So yeah, that makes sense. So I would like to I would like to pay for a service now. <laughs> oh, the the other thing that I got to do last week was uh, Road Track Magazine does these events. Um, this one was called the uh, the Hudson Quattrocento, 
and basically is you know for readers. Yeah, no, it's I, a, I, I did the the debut of it. Yes, I know. I'm aware. I was getting to that. It was something Alex had done the last edition of in 2019. The first, the, the first edition. The last, yes, the was which was the first. I'm not sure why that's important, but uh, just so you know, I may or may not have also committed us to doing another one of those. Well, I hope. I mean, my my day rate stays the same, so I hope they're good with that. <laughs> uh, it's in Sonoma, so I figured, yeah, Sonoma's neat. Let's go. Can we invite uh, so yeah. Tim's Tim's mom and stepdad? Absolutely, absolutely. Ah, man. But not Tim. No, no God, no, no, no. It's so far from L.A. It's so far <laughs> yeah. from L.A. We Enjoy being in the something. back of that minivan again, Alex. Hey, it'll be fine. <laughs> one, so, time, actually, one time, one time. Yeah, Alex and I went wine tasting with my mom and stepdad, and uh, and my mom's like, "I'm going to rent a car." I was like, "All right, whatever you do, just don't get a minivan." Get an SUV, get anything else, just don't get a minivan. So, of course, she shows up and dramatically hits the double button that opens the sliding door of the minivan that she called the chariot. Just to spite you. Yeah, obviously. Pretty awesome. Yeah, that was a good trip. I like to spite Tim <laughs> as well. Mm, it's good. Oh. It's fun. All right, we still got some time. So anything anything you're looking forward to in the in CODA this weekend? A nap. Oh, in CODA? Yeah. I don't know. It's... Who do you think is going to win, Alex? I mean, this is always... I think I think Lewis wins. Um, I look forward to the continual speculation around Andretti Autosport and Formula One. That's fun on the internet. Um, it's a lot. It's yeah. a big story. Like Michael Andretti spotted in whatever small town somewhere. <laughs> yeah, no, Which apparently like was entirely untrue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's um, that's so funny though. Like that that's it's crazy how the story has exploded like that. Like people are literally trying to say they found him in Switzerland. So I'm just I gonna think, like start editing pictures like of Michael with stuff like behind him, like just, like just a picture of Michael like at it. home, but there's a Sauber in the background. Yeah. Um, I think I think all of this is is really it's cool for Formula One. It's cool for. The American audience that James, you already kind of mentioned the drive to survive and how it's it's just kind of put the the sport on the map here in the states. You know, they're talking about doing a race in Vegas in twenty three. Um, they say they yeah, want they've already added the race in, the add the race in Miami. What five in the U.S.? They want five. Yeah, who's that they? Feels aggressive. FOM. That does that does feel aggressive. So what what blows my mind is like, I guess the United States is a big country, right? But the sanction Heard fees that, that each, usually it's the country has to pay to bring Formula One there. I don't imagine the U.S. government is paying five times 30 million. So it's the individual states that would be doing that. I was going to um, say, I don't imagine the U.S. government's paying one times 30 million. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with that. Right. So very, very, very interesting to watch all that evolve. Um, what else is happening? Um, a lot of driver announcements in IndyCar. Yes. Um, yeah. Some of the so, worst kept secrets in the world. Jack Harvey is going to Ray Hall. Jack cool. Harvey to Ray Hall. Yeah, exactly. Some of the ones we kind of knew, but then some of the ones they were genuinely kind of big question marks, which was who was going to be in the other uh, oh. Ray Hall car. And Christian Lundgaard was announced this week um, after his debut at IMS Road Course. Uh, obviously, you know, Pagano uh, to to Shank. Pagano I think happened Shank. since the last time we spoke. Yeah, yeah. which again, not a not a huge secret. 
so really it's it's what's up in the air is the the two dale coin seats and potentially one of the ecr cars um and i think beyond that we're going to have a 28 car very full and chaotic grid which is going to be difficult on a 45 minute practice in saint pete with 28 cars i don't under, you know i don't what? know how that'll work but that's going to be luxury compared to the pit lane in toronto I'm not worried about the pit lane. I'm worried about literally trying to actually get a lap time. Well, that you have to worry about that because there aren't 28 pit stalls there. So you will have to qualify for that race. I'm almost certain of it. I'm almost certain that we're going to go to races next year. I bet what they'll do, because I heard this was floated already, and I don't see why they couldn't do it. You just extend the pit wall down the front straight more. Oh. In Toronto. Because it's it, it cuts off yeah, pretty early on, I suppose. I mean, or, it makes it or, a very short or, start finish. But. Yeah, or let's make it cool and have to qualify for a street track. I mean, fine, but like, I, that's, okay. a, that's a cool story. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to know what's do you want, what's a better story? Toronto extends pit lane by forty seven feet, or three drivers are going home this weekend. Let's watch the first bump day on a road course since like nineteen eighty two. That. Would be stressful. Could you imagine? And like, and then with all those cars on track, getting your lap and qualifying, not getting boned, not making not a mistake. Not like, yeah. Right. Like, that's a that's a crazy concept. That's a crazy thought. And at I think it's At least it's awesome. really hard to make a mistake at Toronto. Right. <laughs> exactly. Of all places, it would be, that would be manic, man. Yeah. That would be so crazy. I think, I think they should do it. I think that would be awesome. Well, anyways. Awesome show be- for the fans. It's going to awesome be a show very, for television. very dramatic year next year, I think, just purely based on the number of cars. Like, there's just going to be a lot yeah. of chaos all the be time. a lot going on. A lot yeah. going on. And again, just, you know, uh, a great lineup of guys as well. Um, yeah. Nico Hulkenberg's testing the, the, for the third McLaren car at Barber next week, which is... He sure is. Interesting. And you know what's interesting about that one is the way the press release reads, and it, it, kind, of, it kind of flat out says it, is that this is more Nico evaluating the team in the series. It's not the team evaluating whether they oh. hire Nico Hulkenberg. You well, know, that obviously. was the same thing with Fernando when he did his barber test with Andretti. It no, wasn't... he was already coming over. That was, that, that was just a free day for Andretti. <laughs> well, no. No he, no, he was evaluating the car on a road course because he, he had only done the 500 at that point. So he wanted yeah. to see if he actually wanted to drive it and do it. And, I and he never got he the did. chance. Well, no, I think he wanted to. I just think it didn't come together for whatever reason. Okay. Well, maybe. I, I heard yeah, a different of, different of opinions, but oh, neither right. here nor there. <laughs> um, it's exciting. Again, the interest of IndyCar, I, I've seen. It's, it's crazy. I don't really know what the specific news is, but every time I go on Twitter, like IndyCar is trending in one way or another, which is Yeah, something's cool. happening. Um, oh, so sorry, guys, I'm getting excited. Call, so i got to mute this. Hey, Michael, how's Italy? Yeah, what time is it over there? Switzerland. Oh, sorry, Switzerland. Sorry. Switzerland, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Right. Wah, you, wah, wah. That up. Um, so anyways, a lot going on, exciting times. Uh, One thing I do want to address, and I hope I'm not alone in this, and I hope I don't offend anybody with this, but like <clears throat> Alex Pillow. We've offended enough people today. Exactly. Alex Pillow. Great guy, phenomenal driver, loving the bits. Um, has his whole 
had this whole thing about having fried chicken after he won a race, right? And then he won a second race, and it was a whole fried chicken thing. And by the third race, I mean, the internet had really just jumped both feet into the fried chicken pool. And then, of course, he goes and wins the championship, and he's driving chicken mobiles around the speedway and things, you know, which... Real badass stuff. Right, right, right. The guy just won the IndyCar championship his second year in the series, and, like, the big celebration is driving a chicken limo around the speedway. Cool. I mean, cool. Maybe, fine. Like, I, I get it. It's part of the shtick. I think we need to let it go, though, because last weekend, Alex went to a Colts game, and the Colts won, and someone made a comment like, oh, it's the, since the Colts won, do you have to eat fried chicken again? It's like, this guy's never going to eat fried chicken again if you people keep this up. Like, you are just hammering this point a little too hard and maybe ruining the joke a bit and maybe potentially so you- his favorite food. So you're just worried that somebody's going to keep a gimmick going too long, Mr. Mayor? On <laughs> <laughs> fake towns that don't exist that you're the fake mayor of. Yeah. My complaint box is empty, my friend, except from Josh. <laughs> oh, that was really good, Tim. No, it's not good. It's totally different. <laughs> well, it's totally different. Because you know what the difference is? I'm perpetuating this for myself. Someone else is perpetuating this for him, and maybe he doesn't want it. That is. I like oh, my no, made-up town. Guy has to eat more fried chicken. I mean, he like kind of like really watches his diet and stuff. I don't think he wants to eat it every day. <laughs> He's like a responsible <laughs> athlete. It's not. It's not. This might. This might come as a shock to you, Tim. Fried chicken, not great for you. Although, All if you're right. going to indulge, I do recommend uh, Root and Bone, uh, 46 in College in South Broad Ripple, Indianapolis. Uh, wonderful fried chicken. Uh, sweet tea brined, really, really good. Very moist, a lot of flavor. We get uh, it. You own a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly would go if it was an option. I would order biscuits as an entree. Dude, the biscuits there are ridiculously good. Yes, like I would be like, hey, can I get a, can I get a salad and like a plate of six biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> I will bring I will bring biscuits to our next brunner. I will do now, the Cracker you. Barrel biscuits are close. They're, they're not, not bad. They're not as good, for sure. That's the, the biggest secret. They difference just steal them. Brunch at Root and Bone versus brunch or breakfast at, at uh, Cracker Barrel. A lot more color in Root and Bone's uh, table. Not everything's the same color like in right. uh, <laughs> But way, <laughs> like in way less Barrel. games. Way fewer mind games, yes. Yeah. But I bet there's yeah. a bit of a Which we are now experts as well. on. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you know, like $12 for two people. Well, here's the difference, though, is when you walk out of the store, you inevitably end up buying candy, a couple home decor things, some T-shirts, a sweater. And so you spend more. Your meal is cheaper, but you spend more at uh, at Cracker Barrel. That's what I'm going to go with on that. Well, this has been an episode. My favorite part was um, calling Josh out on his on his crap. And, Josh, we um, appreciate you listening, bud. But no, it was all in good fun. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Alex, Alex wants to get in touch and talk pilot stuff with you. I would talk pilot stuff with you. I'd love to know who you fly for, um, and what your experience has been, and all of that, because I am very fascinated. Very seriously Everything considering airplane. a career switch at some point. <laughs> might be a thing um so yeah guys thank you for listening thank you for hanging with us even when we do these 
um, week on, week off type things. Quite frankly, there's just not a whole lot to talk about. However, I think most people have learned if they want to be insulting in DMs, we will probably do an episode for it. We can that's, do a we can do a twice weekly show if you really want to really want to kick up great, the uh, trolling. That's not a yeah. great precedent we're setting there, guys. <laughs> a lot of a lot of comedians have have made a, their career off of roasting people. All and again, right. it was all in good fun. We have no ill feelings towards Josh. I'm just going to continue to ignore my DMs, so unless they're chicks, and that's why you're single. <laughs> I don't think that's why. I think it's a myriad yeah, I don't think of so other either. reasons, but I don't think that's it. <laughs> oh. You know what's interesting is that some people say it's a myriad of reasons, and some people say it's myriad reasons. Which is correct? I would say a myriad of reasons. I don't know. I know you would, and that's what I would normally say, but I've heard a lot of people say it's myriad reasons rather than a myriad of reasons, which doesn't make doesn't sound right. I have a feeling it might be correct because I've heard it a lot lately, but I don't I don't love it, Tim. I I just want you to know that. I know Alex is angry, but get angry. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know why. I mean I I just learned I think it was this year that it's a moot point and not a mute point. Wow. Yes, it is a moot point. You we also had the discussion over the two different ways to pronounce plethora or plethora. Well, and that a lobotomist is not someone that takes your blood. We did. Yeah, that we wasn't did. Us. But, that was uh, just you. That was just you with that. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't know it was a phlebotomist either. So that is true. That is true. Yeah. That's fair. But I knew it wasn't a lobotomist. Le- <laughs> oh. Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Thim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Thim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean Thim. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.